everyone this is Simran and welcome to another episode of Blank Check by Black Today we're going to talk about provident funds and how the contributions are taxed Well as we all know the employees provident fund or the EPF is a long term savings scheme that gives interest more than the bank's fixed deposits or recurring deposits Apart from the high returns EPF has exempt 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 or triple E tax status It means a contribution to EPF provides the benefit of tax deduction. Also, the interest received and maturity amount are exempt from tax. But are you aware of specific instances when EPF becomes taxable? Well, let me tell you all such instances when EPF contributions, interest received or withdrawals become taxable. As per current law, an employee's contribution to the EPF account is not taxable. However, from 1st April 2020 onwards, if the employer's contribution to the EPF account exceeds rupees 7.5 lakh in a financial year, the excess contribution will be taxable. Now, let's go deep and understand what exactly the law says. As per a new law announced in Budget 2020, if the employer's contribution to an employee's national pension system or the NPS account Superannuation fund and EPF account on an aggregate basis exceeds rupees 7.5 lakh in a financial year then the excess contribution will become taxable in the hands of an employee the excess employee's contribution to EPF NPS or superannuation fund will be taxed as perquisite in the hands of an employee the employer needs to calculate the amount that will be taxed as a perquisite and such amount will be reflected in year form 16 So now for example suppose your employer during the financial year 2020 and 2021 has contributed rupees 2 lakh to the superannuation fund rupees 2 lakh in the EPF account and rupees 4 lakh in NPS the total of such contributions is rupees 8 lakh now since the total contribution by the employer in the said funds is more than rupees 7.5 lakh the employee is liable to pay tax on the excess contribution of rupees 50000 now this excess amount of rupees 50000 will reflect in your form 16 of financial year 2020 and 2021 as perquisites and you are required to pay tax on the same Now let us know when income received from the EPF account is taxable. Well, we already know that interest earned by the employee on the EPF account is tax exempt. Now there are three situations where the interest earned becomes taxable. The first situation is where the total contribution to EPF, NPS or superannuation fund exceeds rupees 7.5 lakh in a financial year, the interest on excess contribution is taxable. The second instance when the income received from EPF account would be taxable is if an employee's own contribution to the EPF account along with additional contribution by a voluntary provident fund or VPF exceeds rupees 2.5 lakh in a financial year then the interest earned on excess contributions will be taxable in the hands of the employee However where there is no employer contribution to the EPF account interest will be tax exempted for the employee's contribution up to rupees 5 lakh in a financial year this is only possible in the case of government sector employees well the central board of direct taxes or the cbdt issued a notification on august 31 2021 stating how the taxable interest will be calculated relating to the contribution of the provident fund or the recognized provident fund 
The notification stated that for calculating taxable interest of the provident fund contribution, separate accounts should be maintained for all the financial years starting from the current financial year that is 2021 and 2022. Two different accounts, one with taxable contribution and another with non-taxable contribution shall be maintained for all the subscribers by the fund. Apart from such instances, there are cases where the employee retires from employment and does not withdraw the EPF account immediately after retirement. Well, there are instances where the money is left in inactive EPF accounts or money is not withdrawn from the EPF account after the employee has left the job. In such cases, the EPF account continues to earn interest on the deposits. It is to be noted that interest earned from funds lying after retirement or in an initiative EPF account is taxable in an employee's hands. Now, let's know about the taxation of EPF withdrawal. Withdrawal from EPF account during maturity is tax exempt. Even if you partially withdraw money from the EPF account for specific specified reasons allowed in the EPF scheme, the amount withdrawn is tax exempt. Yes, you heard me right. The partial withdrawal purpose can be marriage, house construction, medical emergency, etc. Recently, the government has allowed withdrawal of money from the EPF account due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, such withdrawal will be exempt from tax. If you are fully withdrawing money from your EPF account, then the tax implication will change. Taxation of the withdrawal from the EPF account will depend on how long the EPF account has been active. If the withdrawal from the EPF account is made after working for five continuous years, then such withdrawal is exempted from tax. On the other hand, if the continuous service is less than five years, then the amount drawn becomes taxable in the hands of an individual. The amount will be taxable if the withdrawal exceeds rupees 50,000 and TDS will be deducted 10%. Therefore, if you are withdrawing the amount before five years of continuous service, but if the amount does not exceed rupees 50,000, no tax is required to be paid. However, there are certain exceptions to five years of continuous service. If the employment is terminated due to the employee's ill health or the employer's business is discontinued, or the reasons for withdrawal are beyond the employee's control. In such exceptional cases, the withdrawal amount is not taxable and no TDS is deducted. Five straight years will be calculated from the date of joining the EPF scheme. Therefore, even if you have switched your jobs during the five years, ensure that your universal account number or the UAN is the same for all the employers to be eligible for the five-year continuous rule. Well, that's all for today, folks. I hope you found this episode useful. Tune in to Blank Check by Blatt next time for more informative episodes. Till then, stay safe and make good choices. This is Simran, signing off.